The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, you all. This show is free to you because of our enablers. Thank them by using their fine products and or services like we all do. PCLaptops.com. Dan provides us the juggernaut. It has been proclaimed the greatest laptop ever built by many computer professionals and me. The culmination of all PC laptop notebook computers, the most innovative, powerful, and adept laptop in their lineup. It's the juggernaut, bitch, and we record on this thing every week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. A comprehensive hold service is offered for you. It's called a pull in some other markets. And with your hold, you'll get a 10% discount off purchases over $20, and they will give you a free previews catalog with your hold. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake, Thursday nights, all about the geeks. Cosplay, fantasy nights start at 8 p.m. with the girls dressing and then undressing as your favorite superheroines and fantasy babes. Trailsclub.com is your gateway. And welcome aboard our new sponsor, Atomic Arcade. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, you get the idea. Open late, seven days a week at 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Thank them. And tell him Geek Show says, hey. Top, top, get this to the printer, he says. Arnold's 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 Oh, thank you. Oh, of course. The rocket landed in the pie face man moon's eye. What's the monster? Walk street, I have an update. I'm old, I can't remember anything. I got an erection. If I'm going to see a movie, I'm going to need my lap blanket. Lee said he has a pretty good tolerance for porn. The following series has been canceled in progress. Geekshowpodcast.com And we're back in the basement. Fresh from the tattoo parlor and back in the basement. Yeah. Ah, It's probably uh, a good thing I was in New York because I might have vomited at the... No, you were not. You know, it wasn't as bloody as I thought it was going to be. I've seen tattoos get done and they're pretty bloody and i'm i'm a bleeder i thought for sure it'd be good and bloody i thought it was gonna be squirting out all over the place but it's uh it wasn't uh okay jimmy barely at all no uh, bled i I bled a little bleed see that just don't believe in it that means you can't kill me see that there mr pish holy crap yeah avengers assemble on my arm Well, that's good. At least, you know, you don't have, like, zillions of them. That's good. It not yet. Not, not yet. yet. That fucker's going to be a full sleeve before too long. Well, now they're ta- now we're talking about when we did the Avengers premiere, they passed out these buttons, the promotion people. Buttons, these uh, badges. Oh, yeah, the yeah, buttons. Yeah. And each badge had a symbol for each of the heroes. Oh, really? So there was a cap shield for oh, wait, I, Cap. Yeah, I've got those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got those. Yeah. The radiation car. symbol uh, yeah. for the Hulk and, you know, the arc light for the uh, for Iron Man. and yeah, The yeah. nipple for Black Widow. Yeah, nipple. No, I thought it was butt crack. It was butt crack. Was it, was it a butt, butt crack? crack? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't, I couldn't tell. It's a gipple. But uh, so, so then they said, well, you ought to get those around the uh, Avengers logo. I went, oh. We got to beef up and get that arm bigger. Oh, it's... Oh, I'm 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 eating a lot. I am. I'm gonna beef it up. I'm gonna beef it up. Ow. I'm gonna get fat as shit. Yeah, get that tattoo. I'm tell you once. <laughs> when, I have once you start for approximately eleven million once, tattoos. I'm, I'm telling you, once once Sue leaves me, I'm Brando bound. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> gonna happen. Then you're gonna start out. You're gonna you know, in front of every thing. When, uh, when you run out of tattoo space, you just get fatter and you get more skin. And <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you just grow more. You need a bigger canvas to work on, and there you go. Give me that burrito. 
But uh, thanks to our uh, friends at Heart of Gold Tattoo for, uh, for putting up with us for the yeah. day. That Shout was... him, Matt! <laughs> <laughs> Have people started calling him that? Do we no, I don't think so. No. He says no. It's because he <laughs> frowns at him every time they say it. Get out of my store, fucker. <laughs> and the name of this episode is Brando Bound. Brando right. Bound. Next okay. stop, Johnny Mac. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's introduce the panel and we'll get to this uh, uh, thing. Uh, joining us here, uh, Scott Pierce. Is, it's always Hi. good to see you again. We missed you the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. It was I was I was in New York with my relatives. Aww. How are they? Everyone okay? Um, yeah, we could talk off air. Oh, <laughs> most those, of them, you know what? Those are my favorite conversations. Most of them are fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV critic for the uh, Salt Lake Tribune. Follow him on Twitter. He's uh, he's darn right. Scott Caddy. D. Pierce and and sltrib.com and just you know click on all the TV. Stuff and we don't. I don't care if you read it. Just click, 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 click. He is the TV critic, but uh, he's also the sports guy. He well, I'm the sports TV sports. critic. Sports TV critic is that how it works? I'm sports on TV, so oh, okay. Nice. All the sports TV shows. Big movie mouth off right here. Uh, the boys, Jeff and Jimmy. They're a cable Yay. TV sensation. <laughs> and uh, follow them on their Facebook page. They got a Twitter too, and uh, mm-hmm. podcast, and they got all sorts of shit, all that stuff. So uh, thank you for joining us. We oh. have tickets for lots of stuff. You can go see stuff because of us. Have you started giving away your Dark Knight tickets as of the time this is heard? No, no, yeah. not yet. Get on the page. Better get on the Facebook page then. Over here, Mister B. Hey, how's it going? Uh, on sabbatical from the seven. Well, Island. you know, just from the store. Just the store. You're, you're going to go back, right? Yeah, yeah. But I've been putting in some time at the R&D labs for, I, for rolled foods. Ooh. Really? Roll, yeah. Rolled? Like hot dogs rolling yeah, on the Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the like taquitos. Uh, taquitos. Yeah. Okay. What can't you roll? Pancake. We've got something sp- pretty special coming up. What do you right. have? Wait, oh, well, I don't know if I can really talk. Well, I don't know. Can we'll, you? Let's turn the mics off. But, but what was that new Slurpee <laughs> flavor you are telling me about? Rolled oh, Slurpee? The, 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 cre- the lemon cream. It's a big sensation. <laughs> Tastes like uh, No, uh, we've got a uh, <laughs> but no sugar Philly cheese no steak sugar. a go go coming. Philly cheese oh. steak a go go. Yeah, yeah. It's a a meat like tube. So is it vegan? If it's meat like, yeah, it actually is. It is actually vegan. Okay, there's, good, there's actually good. nothing real in it. So there, it's not meat like at all. It's no. a hologram. No, it, 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 it's meatish. <laughs> it's yeah. meatish. Yeah. It's, it wasn't uh, that long ago that Shannon showed me his meat-like tube. Oh, <laughs> well, the, difference, <laughs> the difference between this one is this one's filled with cheese whiz, onions, and uh, and, and peppers. Oh, All the lovely. major food yeah. groups uh-huh. instead of sadness. The Philly cheesesteak a go go. Sounds convenient. It's and uh, d- uh, if, yeah. you, if you're a fan of getting the back of your throat scalded, this I is am. Your food. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Like when you bite into it, it squirts. You betcha. You know about that. Oh. All right. Otherwise, no. Okay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mr. B. Good to see you. Yeah, it's you. Uh, Triple T, Too Tall Tony. Hey. Exhausted? <laughs> wow. Bad marriage will do that. Yeah, look at uh, her. Yeah. Always exhausted. Please. His bride is in the room. Be careful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, play nice. Play we'll, nice. We'll have another conversation off the air okay. uh, about those sort of things. So, yeah. Sounds good. And uh, pay no attention to the man behind the camera. It's Brian Young. Big shiny, big shiny robot. There's his thumb. The great and powerful Hello. Oz. The hey, great and powerful Oz himself. All right. And uh, Mr. Jackson. Oh, oh hi. How are you doing? This is my basement. How are what? you? Dick. I did a little remodeling here uh, a little bit. Looks it gorgeous. Looks way good. Oh, wow. I, uh, yeah. I moved uh, a big old shelf uh, because it was just in Brian's way whenever he'd sit there to do camera work. And uh, and so I bought one that's more up against the wall. I put all my Marvel Universe figures on there. And looks like it's from Ikea. Uh, it is. I feel like it's... 
the end of Game of Thrones and all those things are going to run at me. They will. <laughs> Especially Black Widow. She's right up front. Of course, they're little. I could kick them. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I was thinking, slap them away. But they are many. I, I was thinking at first, wow, you left a lot of room at the bottom. And then I thought, oh, no, 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 no. That's Ripley. I got yeah. to have large objects that uh, she can't drag away down on the bottom shelf. Gotcha. So there you go. Looks, anyway. Or just some meat products. Let's begin. <laughs> she doesn't like those. <laughs> with Star Trek II. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And who will not be in it? Who? <laughs> Kong. William Shatner. Captain Kirk. Here is the official list. Uh, Robert Orchie, who's the uh, screenwriter? Co-screenwriter, yeah. Yeah. Is out uh, promoting something else that he's done. Uh, People Like Us. Thank you. Something non-geek related I'm not aware of. <laughs> but Chris Pine's in it. Kirk's in it. That's right. How, how is that, anyway? Didn't see it. Yeah, we didn't go. Oh, We, we, we saw th- Ted We saw Ted. <laughs> better choice, I think. That's what happens when you double book. Yeah. So here is... He, was, he said, I will give you five classic characters... Will not be showing up. I, I'm not going to talk about what's in the movie, but I will tell you these five that will not be in the movie. <laughs> not what's lying? in the movie, what's not in the movie. But, but using this, we eliminate suspects. Oh, See, okay. it's detective work. <laughs> Yeoman Rand will not be. Oh, Alice Eve. Ooh, that was so- she is not playing Yeoman Rand. Alice Eve is not playing. <laughs> Jeff is pissed. I'm, I'm not going right. to go You're far now. more upset about this than I am. I'm not going now. So she will not. Let me check that off of the list. Janice Rand will not be there. Gary Mitchell oh. will not be there. Oh, For those that, who are young, it, Gary Mitchell. The yeah. second pilot, the first episode, the, Where no the guy man with the before. weird eyes who had too much power, and who, they stranded him on the train. Who was Gary, the actress? Gary was, Lockwood and it was Sally, Gary, Kellerman. Sally, Sally Kellerman. Sally Kellerman, yeah. And uh, he, had sil- he had silver eyes, and he could do anything with his mind or something like yeah. that. He was essentially, he was a god. Was he like Q, basically? No. He no? was, he was, well. He was an ordinary guy who got Q-like powers. When they passed through really? the barrier at the edge of the galaxy. Right. Huh. Not as powerful as Q, but damn close. Okay. They did you know? kill him, so. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And, and, and he was Kirk's best friend, so they had to kill him so he could have another best friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he is not in the movie. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. Well, well, plus they remade uh, that episode for the new IDW Star Trek book anyway. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. Charlie X will not speak. Thank God. I'll take you home again, <laughs> oh, Kathleen. I'm good with that. Now explain to the youngsters who Charlie... I, I, I look at Tony specifically, who no, Charlie X is. What the heck are we talking about? Charlie this is, this X is from is the original uh, TV show. Okay. Imagine an episode of Twilight Zone, but on Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so remember so when we he, just said that a character who was human got godlike powers? Yeah. They this did it again too. in oh. the same season. He did, but he was a petulant boy, and he kept yeah. trying to touch the He was the, literally uh, like 18 years old, oh, yeah. the character. He, 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 gave, he was a survivor of a shipwreck, and the aliens who found him gave him huge powers so he could save his life, but... An eighteen-year-old boy with an eighteen-year-old boy under any circumstances is difficult to have around the house. But, One with godlike powers. But, I'm going to use my godlike powers to please my penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to touch it this time. <laughs> That's right. My, the two hilarious things in that episode is is when uh, I think he slaps Yeoman Rand on the ass. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, and um, then the wrestling. Yeah, him and Kirk with their shirts off, wrestling. <laughs> Not homoerotic at all. <laughs> Not at all. I don't think the kid had his shirt off. Well, he was... Only Kirk. It's well, Kirk. So, it is so Shatner, because Shatner is trying to teach him the patented Shatner tuck and roll. Yes. 
how you roll out of, you know, once you're kicked over or something, you roll out of it and land back up on your feet. <sighs> and he was showing him, he's showing him how to do that. See, this is how you do it. Charlie, like this. <laughs> and now, every time you kick Shatner over, he rolls. Huh. So he so is he's like jelly a rolls. <laughs> he's like a weeble. He doesn't Did fall down. Did you guys down. hear that Shatner, I guess he was getting searched by the TSA. <laughs> And his pants fell down. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he tweeted, <laughs> most embarrassing moment of my life. And that's, that guy's had some embarrassing moments. No, I saw Rescue 911. Uh, and as it turns out, he I was, was a toupee down there, too. His singing uh, career Merkin. would be far more embarrassing. Anyway, that's so, three. That's three. Okay. <laughs> One more. Rook the Android. Oh, played by Ted Cassidy in... Uh, okay. What... what, what oh. Come on. What little girls are it's made, made of. of. Thank you very much. You fucking nerds. Lurch. So. <laughs> yeah. So he will not be in it. I'm lost again. Uh, it's a, that was a good, that was go actually was a good it. episode. It was, was it? Nurse, Chapel's it was boy, Nurse Chapel's boyfriend, Roger Corby. Corby yeah, well, he Corby, was, yeah. Professor Corby. He was building the, the androids in the middle of that planet or whatever. Yes, because he found like technology left over by some other people to build androids. Union Sun. Hmm. And Final, uh, uh, he remember Lurch from the Adams family? Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's Who him would only play everything. Looking. Oh really? Yes, he worked a lot in the sixties. He he was the Richard Keel of his day. In fact, he in fact, if if memory serves, he was the second Sasquatch on Six Million Dollar Man after Andre the Giant. Probably that is true. And then the final <laughs> one, okay, will not be in the Star Trek sequel. Okay, the Borg. Oh, well, will not be. Okay, well, that's, that would only yeah. make sense because they didn't first run into the Borg for another 80-some-odd years. I realize we've changed. Who is not on this list? Con Noonien Singh. Con Noonien Singh. Although, yeah. although Sean, or, uh, Simon, Simon Pegg, Pegg has said repeatedly in, in, on Twitter that Con is not in the movie. Repeatedly. Yeah. I think that it's just going to be great to be <laughs> able to sit and, it, during a podcast when this comes out, to repeatedly say Cumberbatch. Benedict! Because I, I enjoy saying that. It's the most awesome British name of all time. It's so Britishy. Now and then when I'm bound it, come a batch. I ain't got no teeth. Now my Cumberbatch is itching me. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's see. Went to the and it exposes my, my Benedict. Yeah. He just accidentally stumbled his way onto the Simpsons. <laughs> he did? He was, he was doing something in, their off, in the same offices where they record the Simpsons, and he overheard somebody saying, oh, we're short this voice, and he just like walks into the room, and he's like, can I, can I do the voice? And they're like, uh, sure. And they let but, him do a voice on Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but he did it all charmingly that. and British, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, may I come in and do a How voice? The hell? I that, know, where they Simpson. do the Simpsons is like in an office complex. I can't imagine why he would have been there. I, he, I think he was stalking them, trying to do a voice. <laughs> waiting, secretly. For his, waiting for his I, opportunity. I, although I like his version of events. Yeah. Oh, oh as, it, as it turns out, well, why I was driving down the street. Well, and, the uh, truth of the matter is, is he wanted to uh, talk Scientology with Yeardley Smith. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I've been here for four years. Would someone explain what the hell this is? Who is he You know what I'm really enjoying? The super big gulp from 7-Eleven. Oh, stop Shannon. that. That's Shannon. just not right. You know what I And mean? once it's done, I can get it refilled for hardly anything. Stop it. I am also enjoying a 7-Eleven chiller. Leave oh. work at home. They've Where? really improved their coffee flavors, haven't they? Yes, they especially when Maker's Mark are involved. I don't, I don't really want to talk about Tom and Katie, although Tom is sort of science fiction-y. Kate. But, Kate. But Please. No, only he says Kate. She's, now she's, she's Katie She's reclaiming again. her name. Kate. I saw oh, her she, smile. It looks like the, lighters, um, the lights but, are back on I, in her eyes. I might have told you this, but after she married him, a, a friend of mine who was a publicist formerly at the WB said that if 
Katie Holmes had done as good a job acting on uh, Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek as she did pretending she was in love with Tom Cruise, she would have won a boatload of Emmys. <laughs> oh. uh, I remember her boobs in that movie. Oh, oh what a what day. That, that was the, the Raimi uh, film. What uh, movie? Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi's one with Keanu, with Keanu What a day that too. was. A, the serial killer one of great yeah. Shit. I don't know that she called. can act. Can I, wasn't, I wasn't noticing her yeah. acting in that film. Okay. They nope. really were brilliant. Yeah. Remember when she turned into Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah, that was terrible. That was weird. Yeah, that was I know, weird. And, and and suddenly I felt found myself missing Katie Holmes. It's weird. Well, I enjoyed having Maggie Gyllenhaal there until the character was killed, and then I wished it had been Katie Holmes. Way to go with the spoilers there, Scott. For old Spo- Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Good Spoiler job. alert. It's called, it's called uh, Scott Pierce. The Gift. Uh, so, the yes. Gift. Thank yeah. you. Oh, they're spectacular. They really are. And, Ke- and Kinu was good in that movie. Uh, yeah, he was. He they was, did, actually. Then he put that on Blu-ray so I can pause it. All right, well, since we're in Batman territory... I'm sure Tom Cruise married her for her boobs. I've got just a couple of uh, quick things about Batman. Yes. Uh, first of all, Christopher Nolan says, I want you to see this in IMAX. Well, he can't tell me what to do. I already wanted to see it in IMAX. I'm going to see it in IMAX. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah me too. He says, I shot so much of it in IMAX, and a lot of it is in the dark in Bane's sewer cave so it'll be harder to see with those sunglasses on not no, 3d i don't think it's 3d IMAX. is it I, I don't know if it's out in 3d i don't think i think he's i think he's anti 3d so it's imax but not 3d yeah correct. okay i apologize but I he says with all the stuff so. that he's got on the screen he wants everyone to see it in imax he'll make more money that well, way the shots the shots that he took in imax uh format for dark knight were fucking awesome they were like they the were tokyo scenes and, I, and he did say after dark knight i'm gonna shoot a lot more for the last one so so uh, I, I would say it's well, the way I remember. To see it. I remember going to that that preview screening of of Dark Knight of like the first five minutes of what or whatever on iRobot in an IMAX screen. Oh yeah, and I was I was dizzy with how just expansive the image that he he captured was. Where's oh. that voice coming from? <laughs> Disembodied oh, voice. Oh, oh there it's, he is. There's there's Brian. There. I think it was Jesus. And uh, so there's that. And then the other thing I have is uh, because I know Jeff's kind of a nerd about this. Um, about we, this, we have the length. <laughs> The length of the film. <laughs> Why, that's a personal question, I, sir. I, are we going I take back to the meat like tubes again? I, I've heard this. I'm excited about it. 164 minutes. Yeah. And 27 seconds. Oh. So that means it's almost three hours again? Almost but, three hours. But as, awesome. I have, but as I have often said, Ugh. film time is relative. Yeah, uh, if you, if you I, got a good story going. You, you, you I, can I, make I, a film I, for five hours as long as you make it interesting. I'll watch. See, well, I think the last one felt like three hours. Really? See, I, really? I, you and I just on that one. I love the second yeah, see, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I Jimmy on that one. I think it flies I don't by. hate it, but I'm just like, God damn. No. Yeah, I, the I, problem I, is I won't be able to like drink anything for the previous 14 hours, so I can what? sit through it and not have to go pee. Oh, oh. Could you, uh, yeah, you bring it back? Uh, you're before so, you're so old, Scott. Well, or, if it was five hours, then that would oh, be hard. Okay. Or, or, or what about Bat Depends? And, and by the way, again. Depends? Yeah, uh, t- time is relative. Jimmy and I saw a animated film this morning that was 91 minutes long mm-hmm. it felt like four hours yep what was it ice age four oh. continental drift oh Jesus you know what's funny about that i love when they, they play short films in front of these things and this one was actually a simpsons short film i was gonna say how was the really? simpsons really i would watch really, that i would watch really that for 94 good. minutes straight it's, it's over and over maggie again. and back in the it's just back in the daycare, daycare. yeah and, 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 and the totally silent film just music just score let me ask you, uh, because it is TV related. 
but the movie made so much money. Have they talked about doing another? I've Simpsons heard nothing. Movie? The only nothing thing I've heard was this thing. Yeah, that's what was weird about it is because they, you know, they've done nothing. The the film did. Wonders, Half a billion dollars yeah. worldwide, and, and, kinda, and I thought it was I really funny. By it was the way. oh, it was great. It actually brought my interest back into the TV show, and this is the Spider-Pig. first time that they've gone back onto the big screen. But God, I mean, I, oh, I mean, it was so much better than the actual film. I mean, I was sitting there thirty minutes of the film going, "Can I just watch that Simpsons short again? Can you play the Simpsons thing Real, again? Rewind it, rewind it." I, I think it was five minutes long as compared to the ninety-four minute feature. I would have much rather watched that Simpsons one nineteen and times. I will guarantee that I laughed more times in that five minutes than I did through the ninety-four minutes. Fucking Ice and Age. Rand humor. So, so Ice Age is like the Rocky of animated movies. The first one was good, and they've just become increasingly bad. Um. You know, I I never saw three. Oh, really? Nope, never saw three. Three of of which well, of the Ice Age? Well, oh, okay. That's yeah. why you didn't like it. You were lost. I was I was so confused. I was like, what? Why are these animals talking? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and why are there prehistoric pirates? But I'll say because you know what what trend is not tapped out? Pirates. The fuck? What? Like human pirates? No, no, they're animal, it's pirates. animal pirates. I mean, you kind of get oh, into the beta. Jesus. I'll say that I think this one was better than two, but it's kind of like which turd is bigger in the punch bowl. I mean, which, I, they all suck. What species turned into pirates? Oh, uh, they're, they're... It's a monkey who's voiced by Peter Dinklage. Oh, Isn't now, that fantastic? Now, hang on. A mm. monkey... Yes. Voiced by Peter Dinklage. Now, see, that sounds great to no. pirate. I, 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 and, and, and Jimmy, no. Jimmy, 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 don't. Jimmy, yeah. what did I say to you while we were on the way to the movie? Everything is better That was the only thing that gave you hope. <laughs> right? And what, what did I say after about five minutes? He's got a great voice, but they gave him a piece of shit <laughs> yep. to, to give words to. And Including he sings a song, song about being a pirate, and it's the most half-assed bullshit song I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. How much money is that movie going to make? Oh, it's made I'm, a shit ton already. It's already been released in Europe. It'll make, so, it'll make fucking tons. Really? And, yeah. Stupid. So they had a monkey and it still didn't make it good? I know. No. Usually monkeys uh, well, will say that. But say they that did anything. have glacier pirate boats, I'll say that. And, and, and by the way, here's your, here's your counterbalance to Peter Dinklage playing a, a monkey pirate. Female Sabretooth, voiced by Jennifer Lopez. Oh, she's so good. She's so tough and aggressive. That's awful. Actually, there's a, a Willie Mammoth who's got a sassy attitude voiced by Listen, Nicki Minaj. Unless I, can, oh. unless I can see her ass, we don't need... Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> or, right? or Nicki Minaj. <laughs> or Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I, I, I would rather just go look at somebody else's ass and just not deal know. with Jennifer Lopez Jennifer anymore. Jennifer Lopez's ass is all right. It's, well, it's fine, it's but right. I'd just rather not deal with her. However old, this is for you Jennifer Lopez fans out there, however old you think she is, she's older than that. Yes, because know that. She's 72. She used, she used to, I don't remember exactly how much older she is than she claims, but she used to work for friends of mine who would have seen her, you know, all of her information. And she's been lying about her age by a number of years for years. Actresses never do that, Scott. <laughs> I know. I'm Take just saying. Back. You're a liar. I'm saying she was she was pretty old to be having those Catherine, kids. Catherine Zeta-Jones is 28 years old. Absolutely she is. <laughs> Which one of her personalities? <laughs> yeah. 28 plus what? All right. Now, dog a, little, years. a little story to warm your heart. Oh, stop it. No. What's going to happen now? You're going to do this a lot. You're going to go, oh. Will it warm the cockles of my heart? Why do you have to go there? What the hell, dirty mouth? Talking about charities. Get a little play, and then you're just turning Exactly. Who are you, Hugh Hefner? What is this? You tuck your cockles back in. I got nothing to say. All right, don't worry about it. Jesus. Megan, keep your husband in line. Yeah. He's over here talking about his cockles on the fake radio show. 
changes in a young boy, it happens. So just you know, thanks. We'll yeah. forgive you. I hope you think about what you said tonight. I'm but, confused. Uh, <sighs> but set your uh, I try to make a dirty joke. Son of a bitch. Set your cell phones for. <laughs> it's pronounced cock, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will it warm the cock of my heart? <laughs> Can I share some freaky anatomy? Exactly. <laughs> All right. I was with a dick on my heart. <laughs> that was a very serious hug you just gave. <laughs> <laughs> when we hug, I can feel your heart beating. Very excited That's to see you. That's not my heart. Is that your cock heart? Are you just happy to see me? Your we always cock? end up places Cardi? you just couldn't imagine, don't no. we? All right. <sighs> So, back to... Turn on your heart, cock. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) My cock will go on. That's a great Titanic song. Let's try replacing song titles with the word heart in them. (laughs) With cock. Oh, Pat Ben- hold it. Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker just flashed. Never mind. Cock Cockbreaker. You don't want to go there. Don't want to go there. And here I was thinking about Neil Young's Cock of Gold. Yes. A total eclipse of my cock. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I, I, I feel dirty reading this story. Oh, no, yeah, no. I, I ruined let's the bring story. It, let's let's bring it back. Let's a 12-year-old who needs a cock, <laughs> cock needs transplant. Who <laughs> needs a new heart cock. Well, it does involve a six-year-old boy who made a wish. Oh. To make a wish. Aww. Now, I want you out. Let's stop there. Process. What is your make a wish? As uh, let's let's say older than six, let's say as a ten-year-old boy, what is if 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 you're if they said, Scotty, you got the you got when the he cancer was ten, when he was ten years yeah, old. Yeah, you're ten years old, Scotty. You got the cancer, but make a wish. He'll it probably would have been make to a wish. go to like Disneyland or something. Just Disneyland. I mean, I, I'm not sure Disney World was even <laughs> built when I was ten. So. Jeff, I just want electric lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what's hilarious? Okay. I just want a candle that works. I mean, I've, I've been to Disneyland a bunch of times now. My kids have been. But, like, when I was a kid in New York, and I, and I would have been 10 in 1970, um, we used to watch, you know, the Sunday night Disney show, and they'd show things like the Haunted Mansion. I and love that, those. That, I love but those. that might as well have been on the moon for me. That was 3,000 yeah. miles away. My parents, you know, my father was a school principal. There was no way I was ever going there. Was that the first infomercial? Oh. I don't know if it was the uh, No, it wasn't the first one because there have been, you know, if you look back, there were people doing, you know, this TV almost started out as an infomercial. Okay. But, but it was certainly a good one. Jeffy, you got the cancer. I would have loved to have learned learned the tuck and roll from Captain Kirk. That's what you want. You would have you wanted Shatner. I, I, I would have. I would have. So you would have been Charlie X. Okay. Uh, 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 Jimmy, you got the cancer. Uh, okay. Well, when I walk out of a mall, I want a DeLorean to roll up, and Christopher Lloyd pops out. That's what you would want. And he says, "Jimmy, you got to come with me. <laughs> and you, you got go the cancer. <laughs> In the future. In the future, we can cure the cancer." And just drive away. Mr. B? No, I get any wish I want. Well, you're 10. It's the Make-A-Wish Foundation, <laughs> so, you know, those are the parameters. Um, I would wish that the cancer would go away. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't these kids smart? What's your second best wish? <laughs> yeah. And then they would tell me, well, we can't do that, son. <laughs> I would have wanted to, um, I don't know, I would have probably wanted, not wanted to meet uh, Superman. I probably would have wanted to... Wanted, wanted him to take you flying? When, uh, meet Christopher Reeves, probably as Superman. Well, you were or ten, be in a Superman yeah, movie. You like were, if they were, you know what I mean, something like that. You were 10 when, when he was Superman? Probably? Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's when that came out, right? 1978. 78, so 78, yeah. yeah. yeah so you were. So. Triple you, T? Uh, let's see, 
when I was ten. So remember back <clears throat> ten years ago. So a few I'm years sorry, ago. I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> Tony, you got the heart cock cancer. <laughs> uh, sorry, I love my heart cock. I know, but it's gonna um, it's gonna kill you if we don't cut it out. I think so, I <laughs> that was like third or fourth grade. I probably would have been like Meet the Power Rangers or something. The when Power I was Rangers, yeah, uh, especially the pink one. Okay, no, well, I was gonna say I always had a huge uh, crush on Kimberly, the pink power. Yeah, Ranger. I was just gonna say, did she do softcore porn? She did. I think yeah. she did. We're good, but we we can only let <laughs> I mean, you I don't meet know. one of them. Okay. Wait a minute, pink one, I thought for sure. I thought the Power Ranger was like in Felicity afterwards, and yeah, but then she did some softcore porn. Did she yeah, really? She showed her boobies because she was in. She's in a cop show right now too. I think. Okay. A cock show? Cop. Oh. No, yeah, not. You're right. <laughs> no, I can't remember which one. Is she in the Canadian she, thing? She's in the cop show. She plays just a street officer. I can't remember which one, though. My Is mom was watching it. Rookie Blue? Right. She, yes. Thursday I think that's nights. it. She, she had yep. junk in the trunk, too. Yeah. She, yeah. Was, she was hot, man. Well. She activated my Zord. <laughs> so nobody, she, nobody likes the Asian girl on that one. Tui show. Tran. They always go Pink Ranger. Tui Tran. She died after making the crow. It's racist. Really? Yeah. I didn't know oh, that. that was her? Yeah. Why'd oh. she die? I think it was drug. It was, it was her time. It was heart cock <laughs> cancer. Heart <laughs> cock cancer. Well, what did uh, little uh, six-year-old Zachary say to make a wish? I want to meet and become Hellboy. Aww. Nice. Aww. What? Yeah. Aww. So get Ron Perlman out of his cave. That's a good wish. 62-year-old Ron Perlman. Nice. Excuse me, how old? 62. He's 62? He doesn't look a day over 70. motorcycle show. Was, was contacted by Make-A-Wish, and then Spectral Motion, the creature effects house that uh, works with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, they said, all right, come down. They made him up. He met the kid as Hellboy, and then they put makeup on the kid to be a little Hellboy. That's awesome. Oh, Actually, that I was playing, I've seen uh, the pictures, and it's like there's a picture of him with Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. Before he get, got made up, and then a picture of him made up. And I'm just, I haven't the kid seen a picture so of the kid happy. made up. Like it's it's and awesome. If that I've doesn't reaffirm what a badass Ron, Ron Perlman, Perlman is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, says you know that he, says he ordered a big feast of like hamburgers and stuff that they could have because that's Hellboy's right. Favorite, but I thought know? he liked pancakes. pancakes too and pancakes. Yeah, hamburgers. There was a pancakes. hamburger between two pancakes. Mm. So they they did a whole the they did a whole perfect food Hellboy meal and and from what I understand he stayed in character the whole time I I haven't read the full account of it but how cool would that be Yeah I mean you know? well it. basically what did most of us say we, we all said the same shit didn't we yeah, We'd want to meet <laughs> our <laughs> heroes our geek idols When when Jimmy talked about the DeLorean this is so weird I was talking <laughs> I was talking to Jay Leno yesterday and, um, what? Whoa, name That's drop. Hey, I know. And he's not, you know, he's not my favorite person, but he was. he's always been very nice to me. I like Doritos. And we talked for 15 <laughs> minutes or so, but he told me one story about... Hey. What, did you just, like, call him? No, he's coming. AJ, hey, he'll be in Salt oh, that's Lake right. a week from... See, I, I tried... This why? coming Saturday. I'm, I'm trying to get the same interview. For, he's coming uh, in for a car show. Yeah, for it's that car museum exhibit and up at the at Utah Museum of oh, Fine okay. Arts and he's going to do yeah. a program. I'm, but, I'm allegedly interviewing him as well. Well, I, I didn't actually tell my bosses to count on this story until he called me because I wasn't 100% sure it was going to happen. So hey, God, I don't know if you know this. I like cars. Yeah. I, I, like, the, I also like denim. But I like the way I lot of denim. He Try told the cool me about, he got a letter from a kid, you know, like 10, 10, 12 years old, something like that, saying... You know, dear Mr. Leno, I'm in trouble and I need your help. So he started reading the letter and the kid told his friends that Leno was his uncle and that Leno took him for rides in his Lamborghini. And the kid lives in like Hermosa Beach or something. 
So Leno calls his parents, sets it up, goes down, takes him to school one morning, waits till all the buses are out front, pulls up in front of the school. You know, the wings open on the Lamborghini. The kid goes out and he's like, hey, thanks, Uncle James. And I'm just thinking, you know, whatever else about Jay Leno, that kid is going to, that is the coolest thing. Can you imagine? However, the best child... Uh, rearing advice comes from uh, ch- childless drunks, and I will say this: that kid did not learn a lesson about lying. Yeah, right? I don't care. Oh, yeah, not at all. He, 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 he empowered. He's he he empowered to wait a lie. <laughs> he learned a good one about lying and the power of desperation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid. Hey, yeah, I'm his uncle. Yeah, yeah. Try the spicy nachos. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I swear. Uh, I didn't throw Conan under the bus. I swear. It, I swear. What about every well, time see, I, that's the thing I, that I've never been able to understand about Leno because he's done it twice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he – and the first time he was able to blame it all on his manager, Helen Kushnick, and all this kind of stuff. The but, first time know, was Letterman, right? Yeah. Well, the first time was – actually, you could say Carson. three times because Helen Kushnick planted the story that NBC wanted Carson out in favor of Leno. Yeah. And – Carson feeling that he was not appreciated enough by NBC, to their shock and surprise, walked out and at the I think it was at the upfronts. It might have been I think it was to the upfronts, but it might have been a, an affiliate meeting and announced his retirement. So he got Carson out of the way. Then there was all the maneuvering that got Dave out of the way, and then Hiding twenty in years a closet later, and yeah, twenty years later he did it to Conan. Conan, yeah. and I mean it's so hard. I can't. Reconcile. You can't reconcile. Yeah, you can't reconcile because he's been so nice to so many people and done a lot of good things. There's a great. No, no. There's a there's a great movie that uh, I think it was an HBO movie called The Late Shift. Well, actually, the book is much better. There's a book. Yeah, I I will see. And Kathy Bates is so good in that movie, and she plays Helen Kushnick. Yeah. Um, The funny thing about that movie is I was at some of the things that happened in that movie. Oh, really? Like when when Leno pulls up on the motorcycle um, and says, "I've got the job." You know, the big news is I ha- still have the job. That was Television Critics Association. Yeah. That, you know, I was sitting <laughs> a few feet away. It, but so who played you in the movie? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Victor Bueno, but he may have been dead by then. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, you know. Every time I think of Jay Leno, though, if you ever want to hear a great bit about Jay Leno, uh, listen to a – I know the track's called Artistic Roll Call, and it's by Bill Hicks um, talking about when you – do commercials after you've you know kind of made it big? Mm-hmm. You've lost your artistic integrity forever. Oh, and he talks about Jay Leno doing Doritos, and then he talks about Jay Leno. He's like, my friends and I would take bets on when Jay Leno would blow his head off on the Tonight Show, <laughs> and who would be the guest. And he said it was Patrick Duffy and Joey Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. You know, except I have, I also have to say that one of the funniest commercials I've ever seen is the one with Letterman, Oprah, and Leno. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. the Super Bowl one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. You know what made one. me miss Carson just recently? Hmm. Ted, Ted. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's Johnny Carson references. It, in it? No, no, there's a full on like Ted oh, was on the Carson. Yeah, they, yeah. they superimpose him in there. Yeah, great idea. Some midget or some kid they must have superimposed. Well, I must have been like Joey Lawrence or Emmanuel Lewis or something. I think it was Emmanuel Lewis actually. It was like a, a ah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you know what made me miss Flash Gordon? What? Ted. Ted. Ted? <laughs> oh, because Sam Jones is in it. So, Spoiler alert. Uh, speaking of uh, comedians, <laughs> I got a Louis C.K. story after this. Ooh. Yeah. And, I, I think this is an awesome story. And we've got amazing Spider-Man news Woo-hoo. about the sequels. 
And, the more uh, amazing Spider-Man. And also uh, secret stuff uh, for your Avengers DVD. Oh, I oh saw yeah. That. This is cool. kind of a... And if we have time, Doctor Who news for Scott Pierce. <gasps> what? Well, we also oh, I can bring about, home to the We life. can also talk about Arrow. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, yeah let's, get, yet? Yes. let's get a TV oh. report from so. you then. Coming up after these messages, we'll be right back. The Atomic Arcade. Danny, what's an arcade? Uh, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, across the street from a bar named Sue. So glad that this place opened. Classic arcade games. Yeah, the old stand-up, the biggins, for play at classic prices. Free admission. No hassles with tickets. Chris, the uh, owner, he, he's a collector, and his wife said, you need to make room in my basement, get these games out of here. So, hey, what a great idea, and it works great with you geeks, I know. Uh, I'm going to be there quite a lot, actually, because these are the games I can actually play. Atomic Arcade opens seven days a week, open late, free play on Monday nights after 6 p.m. on select games. Uh, they have a Facebook page, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. And uh, go in and say hi to Chris. Tell him Geek Show says, hey, this is such a great idea, all of these classic games at classic prices. Great night out. There's so many restaurants and, and treat places all around there. 3939 Highland Drive, Atomic Arcade. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, 921 South, 300 West. Legendary, I say, because, well, they've been voted uh, Utah's best for 10 years in a row now. But now, legendary because of Thursday nights. Every Thursday night, every geek boy or girl, I guess, a fantasy come true. See before your very eyes, she's taking it all off for you. Your favorite superheroine or fantasy figure at Trails Club. Geek Show frequents Trails for a reason. Amazing women. And you can see them at TrailsClub.com, but now they are in cosplay on Thursday nights. The most beautiful ladies. Check them out at TrailsClub.com. And don't forget, their 9-ounce top sirloin steak dinner. $5 every night until 9 p.m. Saturday is Naughty Couples Nights. The couple that goes to the strip club together stays together is what I think all doctors say. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. they have their free Texas Hold'em tournament giving away $400 in cash every week. That is Trails Gentlemen's Club, 921 South, 300 West. Go in there on Thursday night and tell the girls, Geek Show says, hey. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. The consummate 2013 PC Laptops Decimator Desktop has arrived. It has the most powerful Intel i7 Extreme Edition processor married to Quad SLI GeForce GTX 690s. 64 gigs of RAM and a terabyte RAID 0 solid-state drive system with up to 12 terabytes of storage space. That means you can do just about anything with this computer. Run your whole company, a small country, design 
design a starship or conquer the gaming universe? It's covered forever with our exclusive PC laptops, lifetime parts, and labor warranty. That means if anything blows up in 10 years from now, you're covered 100%. That's ultimate peace of mind you can't get anywhere else. And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest for a whole year on any new PC laptop's computer. OAC, call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com because at PC Laptops, we love you. And we're back. What? what? Yay, us. All right. So, yeah. uh, Louis yeah. C.K., we'll start there. Yay. Genius. Fucking nice man. genius. This man not only, uh, I think right now, the greatest comedian in the world. Anyone? I'm I not going to disagree. I would second yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Greatest comedian uh, in the it, world? In the absence of George do. Carlin. I yeah. Because Carlin's completely. dead. And yeah. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Right. I think uh, I know. Uh, I've asked quite a few uh, stand-up comedians. You know, who's your influence? And every single one of them have said Louis C.K. He's been really well known by uh, comedians for years yeah. and years. Oh and yeah, years. he's been and doing it, it forever. And what's great is that they always just say he wasn't getting the recognition that he deserved, and I think he's starting to get it. Well, he uh, started out with uh, selling his uh, stand-up special online. Yep. Five bucks a pop. Five bucks a pop. Made how much? It made millions Zillion. of dollars. Yeah, he made. Ten in ten days. I saw him. He was actually on Jimmy Kimmel Live talking about this. Uh, I think a million dollars in ten days. Yeah. Shit. And that's that's, that's two hundred thousand, if I can do my mm-hmm. math correctly. And that's all his money. Now, when, now you got to know when when usually when they sell a special like this, there's the producers, there's you know uh, venues, the, the, the and, venues, the distributor, and the, I think the, he's still ticket licensors, ticket licensors, and, and he still had to pay out some money for some of that stuff. Some but of he got to keep the rest, but he got to keep most yeah. of it. Um, well, he's decided to do a tour and not include the ticket sellers. <laughs> Whoa, nice. So... How is he going to do that? Well, he did it. Oh. He sold 100,000 tickets for his comedy tour without Ticketmaster. And it's almost sold out. And in 48 hours, 4.5 mil. Oh, wow. Shit. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. Yeah. <laughs> He Ticket decided to go without Ticketmaster uh, because, well, they do they do rape you. I they mean, have so, they, so many fees that you have to pay extra for. Uh, well, oh, it's ridiculous. Like, when you buy a ticket, so, think about how many fees are tacked on. There's like, point there's like out two that, or three, and then that's not including what you pay for the ticket to begin with. Exactly. Here, that's, let's point out that this is, not, this is not something he's doing to make more money. No. Because he took less money from FX to have total control. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's the other cool thing he did with and this. And then he criticized no. them, saying that they had to be insane. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. What Who were they would do thinking? this? No, this is all about controlling your product yeah. and yeah. what you do. Well, Jimmy, I mean, the other I don't know if it says this in the article. The other should, cool thing he said uh, that he did on when he was on that in that interview is he made it so he could they could kill the tickets. So if they saw your uh, you trying to sell a, a ticket. Like through a ticket broker, like StubHub or, or somebody like yeah, that. If here's you, yeah, here's really kill the ticket. Here's what he said. Uh, CK tweeted uh, after 45 hours, my tour has sold 100k tickets. Box office gross of 4.5 mil. Not all mine. I guess it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know. He also noted in a tweet that though most of the shows have already sold out, more dates will be added soon. Uh, the sales figure. It's all about the self-direction thing that he's doing. This man is a genius, and you got to give him big ups for not only being a great comedian, but but for creating a business model that I think future entertainers are going to use. Yeah, he, he also you, talks you, about musicians. how he has a limited window for his career that he figures. You know, I can't remember what it was, but he was talking about like maybe another five years or something that he'd be hot, and then 
Now, the only problem that he's run into is that Ticketmaster is contracted with a lot of venues. So some of the, the places that he's working at, on, on this 39-city tour, there's some places he's not going to be able to do it. All the theaters in your town don't, won't allow our ticket but service, so your town sucks. Why not do uh, something like in a park? I mean... I would think that there must be some sort of venue. Yeah, right. But how shitty is that, though, too? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it sucks, well, it shows what a fucking monopoly the whole thing oh, is. Yeah. It sure. does. It screams of Godfather, sure. you know. We'll I let... can't blame the venues. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, they I do. Mean, they're over a barrel, They got to do what they got to do. But um, uh, let's see. Now. Oh, and, and here's his uh, eliminating business ticket for scalpers appears to be working. Uh, according to SeatGeek, a site that aggregates different ticket selling sites like StubHub and Tickets Web. The average secondary market price for his shows over the past three years was $110, almost double the $45 cost of the face value. Uh, for high-demand shows in major cities, anywhere from 500 to 600 tickets per CK show are resold on secondary markets. Uh, the guy from uh, Huffington Post, Alan Moss, said. Uh, there are only 122 tickets listed on major online secondary markets, just slightly over two tickets listed per show. And this is this is the the secondary. Yeah, who wrote, so, this, I, who wrote this story? I I think I found it in the Hollywood Reporter. I'm because not sure. it, does it actually say that a hundred and ten dollars is almost twice forty five? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, three years. It's almost more double the forty five cost. Yeah. There you go. Uh, All right. But no, and he said you can ninety would be. And he said we're mathematician. He said that we're not going to find all those tickets. He actually has people working to find and kill those tickets. He says we we're probably, we probably won't get them all, but you can go ahead and buy them from one of these secondary. Uh, but they markets. might not get honored when you show up to the uh, when you show up to the box office. That might not get honored. Whoops! Uh, just a genius. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, people, I, people have already started following in his footsteps. But if you uh, think about it, it. And, 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 yeah. And here's the thing that kills me. This is all the stuff that Metallica wishes they could fucking do with oh, their yeah. music, but instead they're finding people that illegally download their music and going after. Grandmas and people like that. Are they still doing that? Yeah. I just like Ride the Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because James Hetfield is a vindictive douchebag. Mm. Be careful, he'll get you. I thought it was yeah. Lars that was more of the douche. Was they Lars all too. are. Yeah. They all are. You've seen some kind of monster. Never They're call, all Never assholes. call a vindictive douchebag a vindictive Us vindictive but douchebags don't like that. Think about it, though. Like, you know, it really shows what people could do now. Like, I mean, think about like, like independent uh, comic book. Oh yeah. Creators. Well, I mean you it's, can you can sell them through a, a Comixology app and yeah. you know thing, things like that or create your own app even. Like it yeah. really ups the ante for creator owned comics and stuff like that. Oh, Look yeah. at what I'm doing with my books. Yeah. It's it's exactly that. Same I'm selling thing. them directly to people and making way more money that way than So, yeah, the uh, uh, the uh, the man is on notice, man. Yeah, take that man, man. Stupid. All right, uh <laughs> Doctor Who news for what Scott man? Pierce. Which one? Which Doctor Who? For Scott Pierce. Which Doctor Who? The new Doctor. The new Doctor Who season. Oh, Matt, the new season. Matt Smith oh, actually, the... that would be an interesting twist on Doctor Who. Which Doctor Who? Mm. Doctor <laughs> Which? Um, it's it's airing it's airing on BET. Oh, <laughs> in the that's new... a racial stereotype, now, do sir. You, do you watch Doctor Who? Off and on, I'm not as devoted as I actually. I, I'll tell you what, I watch every episode. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, me I too. actually got into it. You uh, you will be watching this new season, sir. Okay. Because uh-huh. uh, this, this actress, best known for her supporting role in The Great Muppet Caper. Yeah. Diana Rigg. Diana! Diana Rigg! <laughs> <laughs> I, 
That, that was not loud. Mrs. Pe- I'm sorry. Peel? All right, yes, uh, Mrs. Peel from the Avengers and uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, oh, wife. he's yes. quite the Diana. Uh, is great. going to guest star on an episode of the series alongside her daughter, Rachel Sterling. Are you happy? That was Scott Pierce. That was Scott Pierce. Just for you. In case you couldn't recognize the clap. Just for you. According the to uh, clap. according to Rig, the script was written specially for them by longtime Doctor Who writer Mark Gaddis, who wrote uh, Unquiet Dead and Victory of the Daleks. Okay, so there you go. That's good. Hey, fine. Hey. Just for you. That's good news. All right. Aww. So when I oh, was buddy. 10, I wanted to go meet Diana Rigg. <laughs> Is that your make-a-wish? More than Aquaman? Would, would that have been a game changer, sir? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could have put on her cat suit? There's a fork no, in that the road. Been, that that would have been icky. Yeah. I bet it smelled. All right. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Yay. Let's, uh, first of all, talk about the sequel. And then uh, we'll, sequels. we'll talk about the movie. The sequels. Planned yes. trilogy. Uh, yes, they're planning at least two more. Good. Ac- according to the Facebook page. And um, the producers, uh, Matt uh, Tolmach and Avi Arad, say they really like the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. And they are? Well, it depends on which iteration. But it was Doc Ock and Vulture and Craven the Hunter and Mysterio and Rhino and Sandman. Wasn't you scare me. Wasn't Electro? Electro, too, too, but yeah. Rhino yeah. was part of it at one point, and... And in other iterations, Green Goblin was part of it. and Because I'm willing to bet they won't do Dr. Octopus. I don't think they will again either. But 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 he was the reason for it in the first place. I think it, there was a Spider-Man yeah. annual where where he formed the Sinister Six. I think that what you're going to see is the Green Goblin forming Led, the Sinister, well, Sinister you know what, Six. You know what it reminds me of, though? is Because everybody's like, well, they already did the Green Goblin. Well, it's kind of like Batman and the Dark Knight. You know, Joker. You, I think it's yeah, two Joker. different iterations of yeah. the Joker. Well, you mean... Yeah. One was done right and one wasn't. Well, one's not um, a Power Rangers suit, and if they I do it right in the sequel, then they'll I actually get a Sinister Green Goblin. The way Amazing Spider-Man works with all the serums and trying to do all that, we're going to see the ultimate sort of Green Goblin, where it's an injection and he's a monster. I, hope I don't think so. I don't think so. Who throws flame balls? I, I was, I was looking makes... at pictures of it and just stuff like that. It, it looks so much like the fucking lizard. It would just, it would be another brooding mm. green lizard. But, but, but is that a superhero? The fucking lizard? Fucking lizard. Fucking lizard. By the way, can I figure, I mentioned why I figured out why I didn't like the appearance of the lizard so much. It's because he, who, I finally noted who he looked like. Dinosaur Neil from The Tick. <laughs> I got I it. Doesn't he? He's just missing the fucking mustache. I thought he looks like the Goombas in uh, Super Mario. Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like that. Google, yeah. uh, sure. Google image uh, Dinosaur Neil and The Tick, and you'll see what we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, they're looking at the Sinister Six, and what I think will happen is, is as we talked about, I mean, I don't know about her contract, but Gwen Stacy, I... Predict this is just me talking. Will die at the end of two. I'm I'm a hundred percent with you on that one. And then he's gonna fo- Green and Goblin's gonna form Sinister Six to sin- protect himself from Spider-Man. And that's your during thing. during the second film, right? Green Goblin will form the Sinister Six, kill Gwen Stacy at the end, and then the third movie will be like an Avengers Throw down. Throw all down. out, Ooh, Throw like down. like, like the villain. Gauntlet, like that series It'll that just came like out, the Gauntlet, the yeah. anti-Avengers, where it's like instead of. You know, where, where it follows all of the villains coming together, you know, in the same way Avengers followed all the heroes coming together. 
in Avengers, mm-hmm. but with the Sinister Six. I think it's just uh, be a terrific idea. I, kinda was, I, 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 I would actually, love to see Electro. I, when I heard that they, they were playing on a trilogy, mm-hmm. I kind of respect them for that. because, And I'm kind of going, and hopefully Nolan's Dark Knight Rises is great. It, and I love the, the first two. But in the world of the, of the Marvel Universe, because someone had asked us, you know, are we getting tired <laughs> of Iron Man 8? You know, yes. where, where are these plan the Marvel films, like, where are we planning to end Iron Man 3, Iron Man 4? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. If you set it at a trilogy, it, it just comes out a lot better as a product as a whole. I think, I think that you're looking at, they mean that it's going to be a trilogy insofar as that it, that's a story arc. I think that there's going to be more planned. Sony's never going to stop making them. No, no, so no. They'll never let I think, it go. But I think, let's just say for shits and giggles, Mark Webb directs all three. Yeah. Right? Kind of like Nolan did all three of the Batmans. I think that's just a better way to go in a, in a story. So, kind and, of, so and you have a consistent a vision. Right? And then, you know, wait a few years, whatever you want to do, and then get another filmmaker and make another trilogy. I just think the trilogy is kind of the way to go on these characters. That's a good idea. And I wonder just with Iron Man if we w- kind of will get tired of it. I mean, I don't ever want to see an Iron Man where I'm like, eh, God, okay, I'm kind of done. You know, it's like the Seinfeld uh, theory of, in, you know, end it while you're high. Or at least have a plan of action. I've got, a quote, I got, a, I got a quote from Downey. Actually, I believe ending it uh, while, while you're, you're high, high is, is uh, would, the Kurt Cobain plan. Oh, okay. Well, I Whoa. also think that would explain the really <laughs> shitty ending of Seinfeld. <laughs> Whoa. I've got a, uh, a quote from uh, that was fucking uh, Downey sure. working on I just three have a right now about if how he, yeah. he wanted to end it. Let me see if I can find it. Go ahead, Scott. If you have three movies about Batman, are they Batmans or are they Batman? Batman's. Batman's. They're Batman. Batman's. Batman. I'm the Batman. The Dark Knights. Hello, I'm the Batman. All right, I'll, I'll get to that Iron Man uh, coming up after this. But here's a, here's a letter from uh, Dr. Paul White. Uh, took the, uh Yes, talked to uh, see uh, took the wife to see Amazing Spider-Man in IMAX last night, which I'm told that's how you should see this. I've heard that too from um, a few people. From a few people. I didn't except, see it. Well, that way. except it's not shot. It wasn't shot in IMAX. That's true. Uh, we both enjoyed it. Need to watch Raimi's first one again. <sighs> But uh, I, I've been using the comparison of the uh, the Nolan, uh, Raimi, uh, Batman trilogy. He says he says I kind of see it that way. The lizard was mad to me. I think Jeff's strong dislike of him lowered my expectations really so much that it was not Jar Jar. So I was just okay with it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Not yeah. sh- not sure how y'all saw it going to IMAX. Is what he recommends POV shots of him uh, swinging. Good use of 3D. Um, Those actually bothered me, but not says, enough to uh, piss me off. Said he had to uh, remove his glasses and wipe his eyes during the following lines. It will make you strong. Oh, yeah, that's good. Who are you? I'm Spider-Man. And uh, Uncle Ben uh, and uh, Uncle Ben's death and I can't sleep. Scenes. So was he yeah, crying the, the, the with laughter? Yeah. Or yeah. with crying? No, uh, crying. 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 Yeah. It, it, it's very it, touching. It, 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 here, here, here's why I say, suggest not going to IMAX, especially okay. 3D. All right, too expensive. It's yeah, and it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's and it's and Jimmy, you'll probably agree with me here. It's the Dolby 3D. That's that's what they have to use on you know, IMAX. I, yeah, I don't and, like Dolby. And, the, and, and that's and, the first time I've seen it, and I was just like, "What and, the fuck are these glasses?" And, yeah. and, and if you don't know the difference between the two, there, there are two different processes used for 3D, and Dolby is the one that if you shift your head a quarter of an inch, the image goes out of focus. Yeah, it that's where, yeah I began to and notice I that. Well, and I really those, despise Dolby And those Dolby glasses 3D. are like little 
goggles. Or yeah, it's like it's almost like you're looking through like a periscope. Yeah, yeah. very I didn't small eye The screen yeah. we watched it on, it was so dark. There was details I just couldn't make yeah. out through the glasses. Right. And, yeah, and, like, and, I was and, the same and, way. And, and, and Dolby colors are Dolby 3D colors are much worse than they are in like, in real 3D. There's, I went, and there's so, different aspects of it. It's like, it can also be the 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 wattage of the bulb, you know, right. for the projector. But I mean, Cat and I but saw why it again. Risk it? It, yeah, but Kat and I saw it, uh, you know, I was like, we can go 3D or not. She's like, I don't want to see it 3D. And I'm like, well, good, because neither do I. You know? I went yeah. back and saw it in 2D, and there was details that, like, I didn't, like, uh, the first time I saw it in 3D, Flash Thompson's Spider-Man shirt, I couldn't tell that he was wearing a Spider-Man shirt. There was just, oh, it was really? too dark. Wow. It, it didn't. Hmm. It didn't just gel for me. I saw it in 2D. It was much brighter, yeah, and, and, and I could and, see it just fine. And, and somebody wrote me, uh, saw it in 2D, and you can tell that the cab driver that's Taking the lizard on his ride, as you go across the bridge, you can actually see that the taxi driver survived. Oh, because the colors are bright enough to actually show okay. you Ooh. details. I'll like go that. see it in two D. Two D. I'm sorry, not three right. D. Sorry, Paul. Um, uh, question: Not being this is Paul again. Not being a reader of Ultimate until the death of Peter, now Miles Morales. Right. Something uh, uh, Jenny and I discussed after the film was whether do you think that in this movie, do you think Aunt May knows? She does. Yes. Yeah, there's yeah. that one reaction shot of when uh, they declare, you know, a warrant for uh-huh. the vigilante of Spider-Man's arrest. He gets up and leaves. She sits there, and uh, Sally Fields looks at him leaving, looks at the looks at the TV, and then there's like that knowing yeah. moment, and, and, and it, 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 the, it's one of those things that really makes me think it's more in line with Ultimate. She puts but it together, Spider-Man and then she's watching sure. the news when everything's going down at the end, and he comes in with his ass kicked. Yeah, and, and, and she and, knows and, exactly and she, what's she, going she, on, and she didn't even say anything because she knew he just gives her some eggs. Yeah. Here's your eggs. Yeah, she knows. God damn, I like that movie. I really did. It was a good I really did. And actually, going back, I mean, even though, because like, we, we were comparing on the last episode, but the, because Aunt May does give a great speech in Spider-Man 2, but the, the scene of, I can't sleep when you're out doing this. Yeah. It's beautiful. You know? It is. It's a, it's some good, I liked, I'm with you, Mr. B. I like this fucking movie. All right. Um, <laughs> thanks to Jeff for the uh, suggestion about the death of the Stacy's trade-back uh, paperback. Uh, yeah, yeah which it, is, it, it just came out. Just it just came out? The, uh, in, in comics form, it, it has the storyline in which Captain George Stacy dies, as well as the story in which Gwen Stacy dies. Also known, that issue is the night that Gwen Stacy died. They're killing died. Emma? Is, is uh, the Sin Eater uh, in there so. as well? No, that was Jean DeWolf. I love her. Jean I, no, I love her too, Scott, but I want to see the death of Gwen Stacy on film. I, I love her too much. Who, Emma, Emma Stone? Die. No. Yeah. It's yes. going to make me cry. In the, in the Ultimate Universe, does she die too? Yes. Sort of, yeah. I really think you're going to get it. <laughs> you think so? I, I would put money so. on it. I, they, they botched it in Spider-Man 1, in Raimi's Spider-Man 1, with Mary Jane kind of... Yeah, but I, I think they have to now. For the, and if he's doing a trilogy, and this is their Empire Strikes Back number two, they have to kill her. There's no yeah. deeper, darker pick I, they can drop true. Peter in. I will a be point. a complete and total mess when it happens. She is so yeah. goddamn but, adorable. But I'm going to use your sleeve. But I true. want it to happen. <laughs> From yeah. a storytelling standpoint, I want to see that on the screen. Because that's a fucking story. That's what I'm talking about, trilogy-wise. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that would be a great trilogy. trilogy. I, and I agree with you. It needs to happen, but again... Realize which studio we're talking about. Sony. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, they like to fuck with he, things uh, when they shouldn't. Paul closes his letter with Come on, Dark Knights. Avengers Brave and Amazing have set up another good summer like last year. Uh, Geek Show says hey. you left I, out you left out battleship, sir. I think <laughs> if, if, I think he did that on purpose. I think well no, I think if uh if Dark Knight Rises is great, I think this year beats last year. I'm not worried about Dark Knight. No, yeah. I, I'm not at all, but because your last year was Thor, Cap and Green Lantern and 
That's too. That's too great in one strike. So. Uh, yeah, I'm not worried about Dark Knight. I'm By really the way, not. Jimmy, you also and left our, out Ghost Rider too. Our holiday right. season's going to be much better well, too Jim, this year. Ghost Rider too. Ghost Rider January. What's um, coming up in the holidays? Well, Spirit of Toupee. Just Christmas alone, you've got Django Unchained, The Hobbit, and Hugh Jackman oh. in Les Miserables. Is The Hobbit right. out? This Don't year. forget about <laughs> The Great Gatsby. Yes. First, part, first part is. <laughs> It Less miserable. Oh boy! Les Miserables. I will go watch. I will go watch Hugh Jackman read a phone book. Uh, That's how I got my ass dragged to Kate and Leopold. I'm gonna go still see. Aw- awful, but I'm looking forward to that. Less miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why he's playing this guy less and why he's so sad. The more and more I see about Django and Chain, though, I get Gene Val Gene. I'm, I'm so excited yeah. for that movie. The I think that looks, is amazing. I think it looks way better than uh, I didn't like Inglorious Bastards. That was Tarantino's what? last movie. Are you serious? Right. I didn't me, like sir. it. I didn't like it. No, I'm kidding. Here's, God, here's, I am mentally giving you cockheart cancer. Yeah. Here, here was my problem. Here's my problem with Inglorious Bastards. Is you I love think about that they comic shot and Hitler your in the face. Later. I love. I love. Oh, the, it, uh, hang on. Hang on. I love the uh, uh, dialogue in Tarantino's movies yes. and the delivery uh, the way he gets the actors to deliver it half of the dialogue in that movie was German so I had to read the dialogue well, God wanted... forbid they don't speak American but it read yeah, but that, it <laughs> but read like that right. first you know? scene that was Dude, all subtitled still... was so tense yeah, uh, with that with, scene with was the really scene the scene. So, that had the greatest well, scene that scene was good that scene the was bar good. the bar scene with Michael Fassbender Great that was scene. mostly subtitles and that movie had that scene your problem with this movie you get your blood spilled with the movie theater scene I don't want to read I don't want to read my movies turning Hitler's face into mush with machine guns there was no talking in that scene that scene was great um, but so you're probably by the way I was reading everybody calm down I don't want to read my movies no you're right but let me just quickly digress and say what my two favorite movie moments ever with Carrie Jackson are okay one was leaning over and go, they're fucking doing it during the Avengers. Yes. And the other was when they shot Hitler in the face. Yeah, in, yeah that was in, cool. in, in Inglourious Bastards. Bastards I love. at a press screening at the Broadway Center, and we were probably about a row apart. And but we looked at shot. each other and mentally high five. Mental high five. Let me say, I, I really liked everything in Inglourious Bastards with Brad Pitt and his crew. I thought that was awesome. Because it was American. Exactly. I, uh, because I didn't have to read it. I, oh, I stayed geez. up uh, until 3 o'clock in the morning the other day and watched the original. The original Inglorious Bastards? Spelled correctly. Which is nothing nothing like it. (laughs) Nothing like it. It's it's like Django will be to Django Unchained. And it's like insanely bad. It's like one of those insanely good bad movies. If you could catch that movie, watch it. Because the end makes absolutely no sense. You're like, what the fuck just just happened there? I ran out of film. (laughs) All right. uh, This is what uh, Robert Downey Jr. uh, hints that uh, the Iron... uh, You've seen this Iron Man 3 concept art that's out there. It pretty much uh, confirms that we're extremists. Extremists, We're getting the uh, the extremist storyline. But here's here's what he says about uh, uh, 3. What's happening here? The context isn't immediately clear, and Marvel isn't talking, but the images matches the way Stark's armor attaches to him in the uh, 2005-2006 comic book series Iron Man Extremist. Title refers to a nanotech serum that allows humans to bond with metal, becoming biological combat machines. Here's what he said about Iron Man 3, and maybe it should end. Cool. I radically want to challenge Stark's identity rather than just have him battle another bad guy. These things tend to, in Act 3, really become about the same old things. So let's really flip that. I feel like I don't know where you go after Iron Man 3. Leave it all on the field, you know? Yeah. He says. I have a feeling that he's going to lose all his money and, or get cut off from it and right? kind of be on the run. Who knows? Kind of thing. I, mean, I'm, I was kind of thinking, like, maybe you make the Avengers films your, your three-story act, and then you can have as many films as you want to squeeze in between it. 
But once you hit Avengers 3, then let it go. I think they should make it a three-act story. Which one? Avengers? Iron Man. Instead of a three-story act. Oh, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have no. you guys read Extremis? A, yeah. Yeah. I hope they have the bad guy in it. The one that got the, the virus first, who was just off-the-wall badass. Yeah, the, the, the bug fuck guy. Well, yeah. we definitely have the scientist the that created it. Okay, cool. That, that it well, created it, because that's who Guy Pierce is playing. Because he was bug cool fuck. in we would of course yeah. We would, of course, encourage you to go to Dr. Volts and buy it, but like, yeah. I can tell you that the motion comic is on Netflix. Yep, it is. So uh, you can you can watch the motion oh. comic if you like. Mm-hmm. Motion comics are stupid. I think so too. <laughs> I don't I don't like them. I don't like them. All right. I agree. I'd have to go terrible. Um, now they like, might like, like them because it doesn't require any it, reading. Yeah, he doesn't no, read. I tried to watch the Astonishing X Men one. It was awful. Yeah, you know what it reminds me of those old Marvel. Those old Marvel cartoons, right? Well, I'm going to buy Tony one that the subtitles are in German. I can't read German. I don't even like reading English. Now speaking of bridging between. Woman. Bridging German. between uh, the Marvel movies. Deutschland. Item 47. Yeah. Short film that will pick up where the Avengers left off. In a shawarma shop? No. 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah. this, sounds, like, this is the longest short okay. they have done for any of the Marvel movies. It's a 12-minute short film that will be on the Avengers DVDs and premiering uh, at Comic-Con. You'll get to see it before us. Woohoo! Uh, just it's, as it's supposed to be part of the Marvel movies Spotlight. I found this in Entertainment Weekly, uh, uh, and there's a picture there. If you just if you just Google image uh, item forty seven, oh, Marvel, I'm cute, sure it's that there. cute Lizzie Kaplan from Lizzie Kaplan uh, from Cloverfield. Here's here's the setup. Item forty seven refers to one of the alien guns left over uh-huh. after the invasion in the Avengers. Probably the one that Cap picks up, fires, and then throws down. Could be down on their luck. Couple Claire Lizzie Kaplan and Benny Jesse Bradford get their hands on it. And proceed to make some incredibly bad decisions, it says. Meanwhile, two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents try to track the gun down. One played by Maximiliano Hernandez, who was in the Avengers. And a new one played by Titus Welliver. Oh. Smoke Monster. Yeah. From, from Lost. And lots of other cops and bad guys. So, oh, and he was on uh, uh, Deadwood, too. Yes. Yes. Yes, you're right. Mother, you look like your mother fucked a monkey. He's got to play the man. He played the man in Black and Lost. That guy? Yeah. So the guy who directed this uh, short says, uh, the world's topsy-turvy now. There's been an alien invasion and things are crazy. So when this gun literally fell into their lap, it's a sign. They go rob a few banks, buy a boat, go to the Caribbean. All their problems are solved. Or are they? No. So that's, <laughs> no. Probably not. That's what you're going to That'd be get. an uninteresting film. With item. <laughs> and we got go around rob stuff, <laughs> get it. I robbed a bank and got a boat, and I win. Well, see you later. Retire on an island. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde with a ray gun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what exactly. I was thinking. That's exactly what it is. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap things up here and uh, get some games and uh, DVD news. Oh, did you want to tell us about while they get ready? We'll do it next one. If oh, let's, let's do it. Uh, tell us about uh, Arrow. So Arrow. I watched Arrow as a person who has not read any Arrow, Green Arrow comics. Yeah, no, it's not Green Arrow. It's just Arrow. Although he wears green. He wears a green hood, and he has, like, green on Is his face. Is it leather? The, no. This, leather? This, you tell me Please. if this matches comic book, because I don't know. Uh, everything he, I've read, I can already tell you no. He <laughs> did, did, has but, been but, stranded on an island nope. for a number of years. Yeah. So, so it's Green Arrow Year One. Yeah. Um, oh, by wait, Eddie Diggle okay. and Jock. He oh, and that's his, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I know. I know. I'm frustrated too, Scott. They, you know, go ahead. I do it myself. I Carry apologize. on. Um, he and his father and his girlfriend are on this boat, and it sinks. And 
he and his father and another guy initially survive, but I don't want to give too much away. He's the only one that comes off the island, and he goes back and discovers that his his father sort of sent him on a mission, although it's not entirely clear. Um, he goes back and discovers his mother has married some black guy. <laughs> oh my God. Like the guy that runs the company. It's but been it, two weeks. But no, no, it's been like it's, it's been like five years or but something. He's so handsome. And he's yes, he has big muscles and he has scars all over him. And he's played he can, by Tracy Morgan. He can really shoot an arrow good. Okay. And so he goes after in the pilot. He goes after this bad guy businessman and tries to get all his money out of him. How many episodes have you seen? Just there's only one. That's the pilot. pilot. Okay. Yeah. And he like does all his training and stuff on that island, right? Become the. We don't really see it. I mean, that's it's it's left there as a mystery well, as what, for what, what happened. Are they to right. what, I, what I've read is that you'll get, you're going to get flashbacks. Yes, and that's and that's we did oh. see a few flashbacks, but it's very vague. And, and just to be clear, this is not the same Green Arrow character that was in Smallville. No. No. Yeah, different actor, different character. Okay. I mean, I, I liked it more than I thought I would, but it, it seemed very stilted to me, and I kind of wondered where the hell are we going now? Because it's, if it's like that, chase the bad business guy of the week, I'm not <laughs> right. all that interested. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably can hone in on a lot of this stuff. Uh, do, do you see it lasting? No. No. Well, could it just Okay, have... wait a second. Let me back up. Not, we're not making it It's a on the CW. Oh, that's true. It could last forever. So, yeah, I mean, it could be on for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, at least we don't. At least we have to be playing a high school boy for yeah. six it, or eight years. Does it uh, feel Smallville? Smallville? Yeah, you know what I mean. Kind of goofy and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, rather than Monster of the Week, it did not seem there wasn't much attempt at humor. Uh, Although he does have a best friend who's supposed to be the comic relief. Comic relief. Yeah, is it Rob Schneider. I, I, I mean, the thing about this <laughs> is. Um, uh, um, the guy that's producing it, whose name has just gone out of my head, Greg Berlanti. Berlanti. What the? Thank How'd you, you know that? Jeff? I've been a fan of every show he's done, and I think he's a miracle worker, with the exception of the show that about the family of super people with superpowers. Oh, oh. Uh, no, no ordinary family. No ordinary yeah. family. Ugh. That's the one Fuck Berlanti God. show that I was not a fan of, and. I, I mean, he's got two he's, episodes. He's, he's the guy behind the um, political animals, the the show that's a six episode miniseries that's sort of more more than sort of about Hillary Clinton, huh. which I've seen the pilot of and I love. Um, so I'm. What's that coming on? What's that? That's July fifteenth, I think. On what? Uh, USA. Oh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I liked I liked it a lot, but. I, you know what my guilty admission was when I saw Arrow and it wasn't called Green Arrow. That DC and Warner Brothers went, well, Green Lantern put a taint on everything <laughs> yeah, green. Let's John, take the green. Uh, well, it, was, it was like John Carter John of Mars. Carter. Yeah. I mean, there's no attempt to play down green in the show. Yeah, I know. In the but title. I think I, Jeff And that's might actually be right. a question I, I, that I kind of wanted to ask. Yeah, when we I see have them. that feeling. Yeah, I, I think I do. By, yeah. the way, by the way, Greg Berlanti was credited with co writing Green Lantern. Oh, was he? Uh, he, he and Mark Guggenheim. We do have a reason to hate him. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? DVDs? Yeah, I'll DVD? do it. You right? Well, okay. Jason Biggs and his cast of uh, unfortunate actors and actresses <laughs> want you... Uh, Paycheck, the they movie! They don't want you to forget about them, so they did American Reunion. Don't you? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you oh, yeah, did? Yeah, you were, you were oh. with us. You were the critic. Uh, I watched all the previous ones, not the straight-to-video ones, the previous weekend, because I had not seen any of them. Yeah. One of them was good. I oh, spent you, a you lot watched, of time to write an eight-inch... 
Okay, I was also working around the house as they were on, but I did have all of them on that previous Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I'm guy, so glad you did your research. That one guy in that I one did. movie drinks semen. I spent, <laughs> hour, I spent hours to write an eight-inch review. Yay! Uh, Christian Bale is in Flowers of War. Uh, What's, what? It's it was his film. Like he shot it. He plays a priest. Um, He's in so many goddamn movies, right? He just why can't he just be Batman and be quiet? I, I know. Why can't he? You know, actually, I saw a picture in the other day. It was a picture of him in Dark Knight Rises, and then a picture of him from The Machinist. And it's so fucking disgusting how thin he got for that movie. Yeah. Maybe that's why. His, maybe that's why his voice is like that in the Batman movies. He's hoarse from being in so many movies. Fuck it all up. See, I remember reading an interview with him about how he got so skinny for The Machinist. Yeah. Uh, every day he would all he would eat was an apple in a can of tuna. As yeah. as compared to uh, getting fat for Batman and then putting muscle on, in which he said, "I got to eat a pepperoni pizza at lunch and at dinner." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's see. Uh, starring Robert De Niro, being Flynn is out. Is it? Is it? What? Is it as, as a dad, yeah. Paul Dano, yeah. That, that's actually I one of the. Heard of any of these movies? It's, it's based on a true story. Well, you've probably heard of this one because it's coming out on Blu-ray uh, for the first time. Outland. Yes, with, uh, oh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, and, as, as the space cop and, and Peter Boyle. Yes, Peter Boyle. Yep. That's kind of a good movie. If I, I saw it at the yeah. I saw it at the drive-in where you should see it. Damn, exactly. Right. A guy's head blew up. In the uh, movie. I really like that. Spawn movie. is now on Blu-ray. <sighs> the movie? Yeah, the movie. Yeah, I like the I liked the HBO animated yeah. series. Right. We that talk- was that was a gritty this, series. Yeah, it was really good. The saddest thing about that Spawn movie is the best actor, and it's the cape. I don't know if you consider this time travel. Not really, because it came through my mind when we were talking about it a few weeks ago. Uh, but Frequency is on Blu-ray, and they do some cool shit with That's the, a cool movie. Yeah, they do some cool stuff the with, uh, with the Dennis World Quaid and, uh, and Jesus uh, Caviezel. Yeah. Jesus no, wait, this is this is the he listens to the, the radio, the radio, well, yeah. and, he, and he gets the future. So it's not. The, yeah, he can it's, talk it's, to his dad in the past. past. Yeah. So it's Using, not time travel. Can save his dad from a serial killer. It's like yeah, time communication. There's some cool shit in there that they tinker with time, but, okay. but Jesus Caviezel's in it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus is in it. Uh, Chariots of Fire is now on Blu-ray. Overrated <laughs> or run in slow motion. Oh the movie. my God, Carrie! High, high five! five. Overrated oh film. I'm telling you, <laughs> right, just in a Big Bang Theory is on Blu-ray. Uh, Warehouse 13 season three is out. <sighs> Who cares? The Glades season two. The what? The Glades. What's the Glades? It's a police show. The USA. USA in the Everglades, in the yeah. Florida. Yeah, uh, it's okay. GI Joe series two season two. Uh, the Big Bang Theory season one and two are now out on Blu-ray. Both seasons are out on Blu-ray. Yeah, both at the same time. Because you know, I can just look at that Jim Parsons forever. <laughs> <laughs> the gangly one. And I saved the best for last. It's uh, season one of Adventure Time is now oh, out. Right. Oh yeah, that's algebraic. Right. That's mathematical. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> And our friend Derek Hunter, who was here in the original uh, days of the podcast, yeah, uh, going to be moving to Hollywood. Is moving he, to Hollywood. Is he doing it yet or no? No, he will be soon. No, he's, well, he's, he's been working on it. Yeah. He's been doing backgrounds, but he's moving yeah. full on to. He, That's awesome. He's been doing backgrounds for Adventure Time. For real? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm he's, trying to get him to come on the show to say goodbye. I to everybody think this before would be moves. a wonderful story for the Salt Lake Tribune. I think we should get in contact, contact with him. Yeah. I, if you've got his number, make sure I have it. Yeah. He doesn't uh, answer our, our calls anymore since he's he, such a bigwig now. Well, he, he so get, bitch. he's slow on answering my Facebook messages to him, too. He, Twitter. It was like three Twitter. days ago I, I contacted him on Facebook, and he popped up just as we were getting ready to roll <laughs> today. So you know, we'll, like, get uh, he, we'll get him on. He lives about six blocks away from me. He'll just walk over to Why his house. Why don't you amble on over? Take him a Slurpee. Yeah. 
Hey, here's a Slurpee, pal. That lemon cream, it's good. What about uh, what you got Pledge. for uh, games, Triple? Uh, games, we have NCAA Football 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. If you like them footballs. Sports. Uh, Rain- 32. A, ga- 32. a game called Rainbow Moon. That sounds great. Rainbow uh, Moon. For Rainbow PlayStation Moon. 3. The <laughs> Ice Age. My Little Pony. The Ice Age game comes out this week, so look Hopefully forward to it. Has oh. more story than the movie. Maybe. Maybe you get to be a monkey. There's, a, a, new, there's a new Sims expansion pack called Diesel Stuff Pack. What? What? Yeah. What? I don't know. Diesel stuff? Yeah. Hey, hang on. It says uh, The Sims 3 Diesel Stuff Pack. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. I, I was going to make a couple you. of speculations <laughs> okay. about what No, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear. <laughs> There's a line of clothing called Diesel. Is it, is it just like skins for your people? I so was that thinking they can, a Mack truck. They can dress fancy, or is it you become a truck driver? I, you I, know. I hope or it's Or are you like professional wrestler you get to Kevin, the glory Kevin Nash? Truck you might be Kevin Nash. <laughs> Diesel. 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 All right. And then uh, Quantum Conundrum on the Xbox 360. That, that game's cool. fun. Cool-looking game. It's really yeah. cool. What, uh, what is that? Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's, it's first person... It kind of like Portal, but Portal. It's just you're, it's just goofy puzzles yeah. in this like mad scientist's house. Instead it's, it's of a downloadable game, instead of controlling portals, you control physics. Yeah, okay. so you can make everything in the room fluffy and light, and it floats, mm-hmm. or super heavy made out of lead, and so all the physics change for the puzzles you're doing. You can slow down time. Slow down time. Yeah, it's Sounds fun. hard. So it's cool. Huh. I think it's like a like a fourteen ninety five download. Yeah, it's a cheap one. And then you take a math test. Sounds fun. Which gamers love. Endorsed by engineer uh, Montgomery Scott because he now cannot change the laws of physics. Ah. Sorry. Ah. Terrible joke. Sorry. <laughs> I deserved the crickets. Thank you. <laughs> all right. It wasn't uh, really crickets. We all just kind of looked at you. Uh, yeah, it was a stretch. I, uh, no, I was, I'm still processing. Was it a blueberry? Yeah. You know, because he always shouted, I cannot no. change yeah. the laws of physics, right. physics, and so now he can if he plays the game. So he loves the game. Uh, I, like okay. I actually like a video game. What? What? It's It's tic-tac-toe. It's fantastic. Tic-tac-toe 3D. Pong. I've been playing the uh, Lego Batman 2. Me too. Oh, Oh, so you're playing it too? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I Charity was, but... Well... She took over your game? When I can fucking play it, I play it. (laughs) Uh, I played it for the last two days, about six hours. Nice. You don't have to use a lot of buttons in that game. No, you don't, but you you have to figure out shit. That's what I like about it. See, I'm stuck at a point. I need you to walk me through. I'll have to show you. Is it a blue glowy thing that you gotta fucking blow it up and you can't figure out how to do it because I couldn't figure out how to do it. I'll I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm stuck. (laughs) You know the thing about the Lego games, you gotta fucking break everything. Gotta break everything. All right, I'll keep trying. See, I've been go around and shoot shit and fly and use your x-ray vision if you're Superman. Yeah, here's the thing about the uh, Lego games. It's uh, I guess there's 60 playable characters in it. Nice. That's so many. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, including Green Lantern. Yeah. Charity, I just talked to her. So I'm talking Just about. got him. Just opened and, Green uh, Lantern? Yeah. Oh, cool. And uh, is like playing him. She was like, I, I'm like, stop playing the game. Go get the car service. She's like, I just got Green Lantern and Cyborg. I don't want to. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but it's also the first time in the Lego games that the Lego characters talk. Yeah. Yeah, I read about and that. Oh, it's, cool. And it's pretty funny, actually, because... Batman hates Superman. What is he? What is yeah. Batman? He do, sounds like Will Arnett. Do they get? Yeah. The, oh do they get God. the voices pretty good? Are they pretty yeah, good? They, well, yeah, that's right. I Superman. Mean, Superman shows up. He's like, "Well, you shouldn't break so many things while you're fighting crime." Well, you, wait, you yeah. should wear your underwear. But they got uh, so Clancy they, Brown back to be uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Cool. If you like Lego games, I do, because you only have to usually use like, one button at a time. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I, I started playing Brave, like the, the Pixar Disney game. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just break pots and find coins. That's yeah. the entire game. So it's a Lego it's game. It's a Lego game. Exactly. So you'd love it. You'd love that I, one too. I really do like the game a lot. 
right. So I probably would not like that brave game because uh, it doesn't have Superman. I'll be honest with you. I'm enjoying Lego Batman 2. Not as far along as you, of course, because I've only met Superman. I've been able to open up any other characters yet. I can so. show you how to get Oh, I just part. want to hear Will Arnett say, well, hello, Superman. It's not Will Arnett, but he's Will it Arnett. It sounds either. like him. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like him. Will Arnett will play him in the movie, though. All right. In the Lego movie. Yay. Yay. Anything else before we go? Is that good? We call it? Mr. B? Oh, sure, yeah. Would uh, you uh, finish this yeah. out? Yeah, Hartcock more ham. Ooh.